The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 28th chapter. Now after the Sabbath, toward the dawn of the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, his clothing white as snow. And for fear of him, the guards trembled and became like dead men. But the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you seek Jesus, who was crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead. And behold, he is going before you to Galilee, where you will see him. See, I have told you. So they departed quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to tell his disciples. And behold, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came up and took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee, and there they will see me. This is the gospel of our Lord. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. It was Sunday morning. Dawn was just about to break. The light, it is... It has conquered the darkness once and for all. And who but two, two loving, faithful women, they alone, they have come back to mourn, to care for, to minister to, to love their dearly departed, Jesus of Nazareth. One is his disciple. She will follow him forever because he cast out many demons from her. The other is his mom, and she loves her baby boy. Yes, they've come to mourn. Jesus couldn't have been serious when he spoke of rising again on a third day. He couldn't have been serious when he talked about meeting us in Galilee. Maybe he was speaking in some symbolic way. Maybe that's what they discussed on the way there. But then, boom! As is frequent in Matthew's gospel, God needs to interrupt human thinking. God needs to interrupt human fear and anxiety. God needs to interrupt human plans, what they think is important, what they think must be done right now. But this time, with an earthquake and an angel who descends from heaven, often called messengers in the scriptures, and this angel, this messenger, rolls back the stone from the tomb and he sits on it. His appearance was like lightning and he was dressed In white. On Sunday mornings, 
There will always be a messenger dressed in white, sent by God, to interrupt your overthinking, to interrupt your worry, your grief, and to remind you that Christ is not here. He'll remind you of Christ's words. He'll remind you where Christ said he would be, not in an empty tomb. He'll proclaim to you, Christ is risen. The appearance of this holy messenger made the guards faint. Some even say they died, but not the faithful women, not those who had faith. Do not be afraid, the messenger said. I know you're looking for Jesus who was crucified. And I don't know, was he being goofy? Or were there many Jesuses buried in the tombs there? Were there many Jesuses who had been crucified? And he needed to specify, are you looking for this one? But it's important that the angel says this because the women, the disciples... I have you, who are locked away in a room somewhere, the disciples who are at home instead of, they should know better. And so the messenger of God, bearing white or wearing white, begins a weekly process that will happen every Sunday for the rest of time. He reminds the women with Christ's own words Jesus is not in a grave. Jesus is not dead. Jesus, Christ, he is risen. Just like he said. Come and see for yourself in this empty tomb, he says. He points him in the direction. The stone wasn't rolled away so Jesus could escape. No, he rose from the dead and began his triumphant work as the risen Savior, Jesus Christ, last night, when the first day of the week begins, according to Jewish thinking. The stone was rolled away so that these faithful women could see the empty tomb with their own eyes and be comforted. And Jesus will continue to do this for us people He will point us to real places and real things where we can be comforted again and again. But they don't dwell on the empty tomb, for the messenger has a task for them. Go quickly, tell his disciples that Jesus has risen from the dead. He'll be in Galilee, just like he said. They have a job to do. Tell those people locked away in their homes to go where Jesus promises to be. Don't you know, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. And the women take off, but they're also afraid. Wouldn't you be? Though they're intent on doing the task they've been assigned. And once more, God has to interrupt this, has to interrupt things. But this time, it's our Lord God, 
Jesus Christ. Greetings. And what do they do? They go and they grab his feet. It's not a ghost. Christ is risen. They grab his feet and they bow down and worship him. And Jesus begins another thing that will be happening every Sunday morning for the rest of time. Jesus will calm them with a touch and with words. Do not be afraid. Yet God, Jesus Christ himself, reminds them one more time, go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they'll see me. Go and tell. Go and tell my brothers to find me where I promised to be. Each and every one of us, not only those faithful, loving women on that first Easter morning, all of y'all, go and tell your brothers, your sisters, your friends, your family, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. He's not in the tomb, he's not unwrapping his Easter basket. He's not at home getting the food ready. Jesus is where he promises to be. A messenger of God dressed in white on Sunday morning, reminding us of his words. As Peter said in our Acts reading, in the eating and the drinking of his body and his blood. Paul urges us, set your minds on higher things. He begs us, set your minds on higher things. Like Christ, you were dead, but now you're alive. Hallelujah. Tell everyone about it. Now you know the risen Christ. You are joined to him forever in your baptism. Our little death has been subsumed taken over by his big death and his big resurrection. Jesus has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. Pharaoh and his army were drowned with water. God sometimes uses water to drown. Think of Noah's flood. Sometimes God uses water to save Think of the Israelites being saved from Pharaoh and his armies. And now each day, your old sinful self, your old life, must be drowned each day in the water of your baptism. Son, daughter, friend that I hang out with, come with me. Let's go where Jesus promises to be. Let's set our minds on higher things. God's words from this pulpit echo high up in the rafters. Our singing and our prayers join them. That altar, the highest place in this room, is where the bread and the cup are lifted up. And I speak Christ's words over them. And Jesus joins us in our midst to serve us both as host and sacrifice. For the forgiveness of your sins. Christ isn't in the tomb. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. 
And he's risen and he's ascended to be here with you, to be here with me right now. Go and tell. In Jesus' name, amen.